Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Everyone has faced this problem. What gift to choose? What gift to give yourself when you're sitting at home? What to give a friend or parents? What to give your wife or husband? What to give your children or colleague at work? Well, Wooden Puzzles at Unidragon solves this problem. Why do people love Unidragon so much? Because these puzzles are amazing. Each puzzle piece has its own unique shape. Interesting for adults and children. Each puzzle is packed in a premium wooden gift box. New puzzles are also released each and every month. They all have an incredibly colorful design. You will not regret checking this product out. Not only is it an excellent and unique gift to give to others, but it can be a gift to give to yourself as well. They're perfect for a nice relaxing afternoon and figuring out the perfect puzzle that will help keep your mind sharp. So go to unidragon.com and use the code MASTER for 10% off of your order. That is unidragon.com and use the promo code MASTER for 10% off your order. This product is absolutely amazing. I love that owl. It's cool as hell. One more time, that is unidragon.com for the most unique, creative, and challenging puzzles out there. And use that promo code MASTER to let them know we sent you. Enjoy that 10% discount. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach small products to your backpack, roller, or tote. It is very important to have the right luggage and the right bag when you are traveling. There's no doubt about that. We are now teaming up with DB for an exclusive offer to our listeners of 10% off when you purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in the show notes. DB, it's time to move on. It's time to get going. That is 10% off using the code POD10 at our link. That is DB, it's time to move on and it's time to get going going. 
It's good to see the teams back on the gridiron. Lucky for us, that was just week one. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you right in the center of the action for week two. New customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit by signing up using the promo code TASKMASTER. Get in the action right now. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app right now and use that promo code TASKMASTER. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter that code TASKMASTER to get a free shot at millions of dollars with just your first deposit. That's the code TASKMASTER only at DraftKings, the official fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome to Taskmaster Talks with Kevin Sullivan. I am your host, JP John Paz from the two-man power trip of wrestling. And of course, joining me is the former WCW and ECW World Tag Team Champion, former NWA Florida World Heavyweight Champion, a former United States Champion out there in San Francisco, and of course, one of the greatest minds and bookers ever in the history of professional wrestling, the Games Master, the Taskmaster, the devil himself, Mr. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, John. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. It's getting very hot. We were just saying how hot it was getting, but you enjoyed some pretty nice weather up there in the uh, yeah. the crazy, uh, I don't even know where, the, the crazy Pacific Northwest, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And we have a whole different uh, climate than Seattle, you know what I mean? Yep. So this is the real hot day for us at 79, but it's beautiful. But the sun, because we're up so high, is so intense. But Hey, and we were on the water, so it's cool. Nice. Love it. Of course, you're out there on those islands. You don't get any cold weather either, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese current runs the leeward side of the island, so pushes everything to Seattle. Yep. Now, I know you don't watch too much current stuff. I know you do try to stay current, but you don't watch too much current. Did you see this guy, Max Caster, on AEW with the rap? Did you see that whole thing? I, I, you can't get away from it because it's all over YouTube. You know what I mean? Right. 
And in this day and age, really, it's like Como, right? What are you, who's he thinking? Yeah. We were talking, they were talking six months ago, him running for president, right? Yep. Uh, you know, you can't do that shit anymore, brother. I mean, I remember this. This is when we were still NWA and we were in TBS and I cut through a taping uh, where they have the, the tapes rolling and everything to go shower. Yep. I, I, I had my short, uh, regular shorts on and a shirt and carrying a towel. She said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go take a shower, hon. She said, don't call me, hon. She flipped out. Wow. Thought, whoa, things have changed, you know? Yep. And that was tw tw over 25 years ago. So, you know, if you don't understand that everybody has a movie camera in their hand, you're an imbecile. And if you talk like that, has he been suspended or anything from AEW? So I read yesterday, literally, that he was suspended for two months. Then I read today that the suspension is not true, but he's going to be off TV. So I, I don't know. It seems like it's, he's getting in trouble and he has to go to sensitivity training is what, I, what I've heard, too. But I don't know if it's true or not that he's actually been suspended, but it, apparently he got pulled from a show. So, Well, weren't they the woke company? Big time, yep. Is that a slap on the hand from a woke company? If he did that in Amazon, what do you think would happen? I don't know. What do you think? I know he'd be fired. Right. My other daughter works for uh, Microsoft, and you can't say anything, anything. And, uh, and you know, it's crazy that we've gotten so sensitive. In some parts, it's very good, I think, because the pendulum always goes too far to the right or too far to the left. We never stay in the middle. And, I mean, you. and here's the thing. I don't know what Como said to these women or everything. If he touched them, it was very inappropriate. He deserves to right. uh, get, re, you know, resign. But you got to remember, he's from a different era. When you called the girl, hey, hon, uh, hey, sweetie, uh, you can't say anything anymore about anybody. And maybe it's the right thing to do where we become more educated about what comes out of our mouths. But it surprises me that he didn't get fired from this woke company. Isn't what they, that isn't that what they talk about? Oh yeah. I feel like he generated great heat, but I guess uh is that the wrong kind of heat? In this day and age it is. I'll give you an example. My favorite television program was The Office. You know, mm -hmm. they were going to bring it back. Yep. But Steve said, can't bring it back. 
because we can't get away with all those things they did. They did fat jokes. They did gay jokes. They did ethnic jokes. I mean, think about, you know, Steve, when he used to say, that's what she said, right? That was his yep. tagline. Couldn't do it. So it's funny, I... I used to watch uh, Three's Company all the time when it was on Nick at Night. I mean, we we're going back years. Then I had them all on DVD. Then I foolishly got rid of my DVD. But now I'm rewatching them all again on this thing called Pluto TV, which is a great app. They have all the old episodes. So I'm going through all the episodes again. I was like, okay, that would be banned today. Like, I know because it, it's on this channel, they can get away with it because it, it's a right. streaming thing that you yourself have to turn on or, you know, go, go to that channel so they can get away with it. But man, so many of the jokes on there. I, I so funny. And I love that show. It's hilarious. But they couldn't get away with any of that stuff today. Calling him a fairy <laughs> yeah, and everything else. Yeah. And the other F word, like you can't get away with that. No, no. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends over at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back-to-school time, but we want to make sure you pack the right essentials to have the best year yet. The Manscaped 4th Generation Performance Package is just that. Things are opening up. Be ready for whatever it is that's going to be on your daily schedule. It is the perfect package for you and your package and includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Fellows, go for the valedictorian of ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, use that promo code Sullivan20. School is back in session and the performance package 4.0 for Manscaped is here to teach the boys a lesson on male hygiene. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer 
Weed Whacker, Ear, Nose, Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, that is the Performance Boxer Briefs and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code Sullivan20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the promo code Sullivan20 at Manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean balls from Manscaped. you're in the Philly area or traveling there for upcoming WWE SmackDown or AEW Dynamite shows and you're looking for the best cheesesteaks and hoagies in the area, look no further than Leo's Steak Shop in Fullcroft, PA. Widely known all across the country, featured on the Food Network, they've been awarded the most prestigious Philadelphia Magazine's Best of Philly Award, and they are multiple year winners of the Best of Delco Awards. So check out leosteakshop.com for more information. Stop by, get yourself lunch or dinner, or even get a sandwich wrapped for travel. Wrestlers love this place, famous athletes love this place, and celebrities have made it a stop as well. You will not be disappointed. Please bring that appetite and show them your love for Leo's Steak Shop. And tell them Taskmaster Talks sent you. I can't believe like some of the stuff that he said in there that like, got in trouble. The Simone Biles thing being a quitter, I was like, okay, are they getting on him because he went and made more like I guess made a mental health joke? I don't know, like to me, uh, it's like a little wonky with the some of the stuff you can't say today. I think if it's controversial, it's it's good. I I would think. Yeah, but I, I have changed my opinion on a lot of things. Oh, because I think you have to to stay mm-hmm. current. That girl, to me, is the bravest girl I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Think about how hard she trained for four years after the last Olympics. That she was more concerned about her mental health. She saw something that wasn't right, right, in her head. What did she say? They get twisted or something? Right. right? That she decided that her mental health was better than trying to push through it. Let's go back. We're seeing a lot of wrestlers die young. A lot of uh, trauma to the head. I mean, I remember when guys would keep their hands down to get a chair shot in the head. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, being macho, uh, I think it affects you in yeah, uh, and I think it affects me a little. You know what I mean? I, I I used to have almost total recall. I remember being in the crib and pulling myself up. It's not. I know that sounds crazy, but I could tell you a story. I had the chicken pox when I was nine months old. I pulled myself in the crib and I saw my mother frying chicken. I thought, oh my god, she's going to cook me next. So, but now I have a little bit of trouble. Not bad. It could be age, but I think right. it has something to do. You know, you're getting jarred every night. You know what I mean? And some people's constitution is much stronger than other people's constitution. 
so I, I, my hat's off to her. And, uh, you know, people called her a coward and stuff. Really? She was getting up at 4.30 in the morning, training for eight hours. God, a coward, please. I think she did what was right for her in the long run. And I think we should applaud her. And I look for her to be a spokesperson for mental health. And if she saves one person's life, it's better than any of those gold medals she would have won. What about the Duke lacrosse joke? Was that uh, stepping all over the line? You know, because they got in trouble for that rape thing. I think they were exonerated. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think they, they were, were not exonerated. guilty. but They were yeah. exonerated. That yeah. was what pissed me off about it. You know, if they were guilty, okay, borderline, maybe a little over. But these right. kids were innocent. Don't bring it up because mm. you're stirring their life up again. You know what I mean? They've gone on, they got families, you know, their kids are going to come up and say, oh, did you molest someone? Come on, be smart. It's a new world. And if you're not, don't know it's a new world, you shouldn't be talking. So as far as 1997 is concerned, and what we're going to talk about today, it's WCW Roadwild 1997, which was on August 9th, 1997, like I just said, from Sturgis, South Dakota at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Again, we're going back there. The attendance, they say 6,500, like we said last week. How the hell could they even tell? There's so many bikers and everywhere all over yeah. the place. They're just guessing or making up that number. There's no way to know. Again, you guys aren't really taking gate, right? You're not making money off the gate yeah. again, right? It, it, and isn't it funny that it's 6,500, not 6,542? <laughs> right. Just, and last week it was exactly 5,000. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They just make, made up numbers. Yep. So the tagline is, it's going to be wild. The buy rate is 240K. So pretty healthy on the buy rate there. I mean, that, that that's pretty good. A little bit more than uh, Hogwild 96 with last year. And like we mentioned, they changed the name to Roadwild. And it was due to Harley Davidson getting involved and saying, hey, you know, we own Hogwild, the name. You can't use it. So legally, we're going to have to change it. Or you guys are going to have to change your name. And you're going to have to make it into Road Wild. But remember, we were talking last week. I actually right. I did some uh, due diligence and actually looked it up for sure just to make sure that was actually the case. And it was actually the case. They they basically came down and said they're going to sue if you continue to use the name. They own the name Hogwild, meaning they, Harley-Davidson. Right, right. And that's something maybe, you know, maybe the uh, legal department at Turner didn't do their due diligence like you did. <laughs> right. And, and it seems like uh, their legal department always is, does something, I don't know, incorrect or wrong, or they give somebody money. Like you're saying, Heyman was basically like, I'll sue you guys. And they give, you give him whatever he wants. Or McDivitt comes along and says, hey, you guys are copying Razor, Moan, and Diesel. They they give into it. You know, the legal department's not great from WCW. Right. It wasn't. Because, and I'm not giving them an out, but it was a uh, it was like going on a whaling ship for the first time and never had seen a whale. Hmm. They had no idea what they were doing with wrestling. Right. And McDivitt, you mean he'll slice and dice you even if you're uh, a good lawyer. So yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I tell you, I told you a funny story about me being the post about Razor Ramon and Kevin Nash, right? Oh, he said something to you, right? You you were yeah, yeah. being yeah. smartass, kind of. Yeah, well, he said uh, you have Razor Ramon. I said no, I have Scott Hall. And the next thing he said was, "Well, you have Scott Hall portraying." Uh, Hispanic thug. I said, no, I don't. I said, I don't want that for the company. It's a ripoff of Scarface. And uh, you just said Scott Hall, not Razor. He said, let's take a recess. We went to the bathroom and McDevitt said to me, how you doing? I said, good. He said, uh, you can go home now. <laughs> you can, can you catch a plane? I said, yeah, I can catch a plane. He said, great talking to you. Go ahead and go. I'll tell him that you're leaving. So nice. See, but, hey, you handle them well. Hey, yeah, because you know, it's a game. You know, when you go to court, it's a game. You know, these lawyers, they battle one another. Then they have cocktails after the. After the trial, it right. just doesn't make sense, you know. And you know, I I know in this country, you're supposed to have the right to be have a lawyer. But I was in Miami. I was in Florida when Miami was built on drug money. I mean, one time I got to Miami and I looked around and there was 40 cranes building buildings, okay? Now, you're going to try to tell me these lawyers shouldn't have stepped away and said I can't defend them? No, it was money. You know what I mean? And there was that famous case with the cocaine cowboys. Do you remember those two guys? Yes. Cubans? I mean, they... They got to the jury. They got to everybody. There was 21 counts, including murder. Innocent on everything except something ridiculous. You know, like uh, uh, there was a $100 check, a $100,000 check they wrote. Everything else was cash. So they got them on an IRS thing. And I think they had a $200,000 uh, fine. Well, you know, I, I listened to the lawyer talk, right? And they're interviewing him at his house. He's on the Miami River. The house is like a $6 million house, like Scarface, you know? Yep. And he he's he's smiling about it, you know what I mean? He's doing it tongue-in-cheek. I'm saying, well, you know, when you're, when you knew shouldn't you have stepped away just for the moral clause? I thought the lawyers had, if they knew their, I know there's a lawyer in client privilege, but if you know someone's murdered 16, 17 people, shouldn't you step away? Right. But that's how, how things work. But, in this environment, I know I'm jumping around, but in this environment, you got to know what you can say and what you can't say. Right. Absolutely. And that's coming from a guy that used to, they used to tell me I could only go this far and I would always take 
uh, step over it because then they'd say you can only go that far. But I, I, I mean, I look at stuff on, on interviews from guys, even baby faces, Dusty, you know, or black, I saw something on Black Jack Mulligan just recently where, you know, you said Ferry, where he goes, you know, he's left-handed. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I went, oh, God, today. I mean, God, <laughs> they'd be off the air. The show wouldn't have, the show would have been stopped, you know. So, and, and the thing is, with the kid that did it, I'm not crucifying him because he probably just didn't understand. He probably was trying to do the best job. I, I have no doubt that he was trying to get the most heat he possibly could, but he wasn't aware or thought he could get away with it with something in this day and age that he thought maybe could slide by, but you can't say anything. Even if you're right, you can't say anything. Yep. It's true. Sad, but true. Yeah. So back in 97 at Roadwild here at Sturgis, again, do you have any say, like, Eric, we're going back here. We're not charging for tickets. I know, again, he, he wants the sponsorships. He wants the ride to the show i'm sure i'm sure he loves that maybe the camaraderie is great maybe some sort of um sponsorship money is, is great for the show but do you like not charging for the gate of course you don't but you understand you hit it on the head he was more interested and he was right getting the hottest thing in the at that time the two hottest things that everybody was doing that was a male was smoking cigars and riding mo motorcycles. So he attacked the affluent group because those motorcycle riders, probably 10% were real bikers. The other ones were lawyers, Indian chiefs. We probably can't say that. Uh, lawyers, doctors, you know, professionals. Yep. Who... He thought if he could grab them to watch TV, maybe they would buy NWO merchandise because NWO was so cool. Maybe they would start tuning in occasionally to uh, TBS, uh, TNT, to watch some wrestling that they saw at Sturgis. And I thought it was a good move. I really did. I wouldn't want to do it in Sturgis now. Right. You know, it's the peace dish of uh, COVID, but. What do you think about, like, having WCW's name in with Harley Davidson? I mean, that, that's only a good thing, right? Just to have the, and oh. be like, wow, they're a part of the rally. I mean, it does bring, like, the name up a, a bit, right? And it makes it cool. Vince right. didn't have that. It made it cool. It made it cool. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Um, I watch Joe Rogan occasionally. And uh, every other, it seems to me anyway, every other guest, they're smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. The NWO was doing that. It wasn't whiskey, it was beer. The NWO was yep. doing that 25 years ago. It was a cool factor with the bikes, 
the whole thing. All the wrestlers riding it. There's Hulk Hogan with a specially made bike yep. riding into town, leading the pack. I think it was a brilliant move by Eric. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling fans in the Philadelphia area or traveling to Philly for the upcoming WWE SmackDown and AEW shows, there's no better place to pre- and post-game than the Red Lantern in Fullcroft, PA. Just five minutes from South Philly, it's the place to be with fun bartenders, great clientele, and a relaxed atmosphere with nearly any domestic or imported beer you could possibly want also has a huge selection of liquor. So stop by, grab a beer, play some songs on the jukebox, hustle your friends on the dartboard. So if being inside isn't your game, enjoy the air on the deck. So if you're in the area or visiting for a show, hit up the Red Lantern in Fullcroft, PA, and tell them Taskmaster Talks sent you. Plus... Stop by and check out live pro wrestling on Saturday, September 26th, right in the parking lot, featuring Gangrel, a Black G's, Shockwave the Robot, and many more. Support local pro wrestling, support the Red Lantern, and support Taskmaster Talks. What do you think about just the, the whole vibe of the show? I know aesthetically, we kind of said last week, you don't really like it. What do you think about the way it just it looks? Like with the camera set up with all the the bikes and everyone sitting on the bikes, you know. I know you're more of a traditionalist, but do you like how maybe that could come off and how that could look? I I would have liked it a lot better if it was dark, hmm. you know, in the headlights from the bikes and the, you hear the mm-hmm. revving the engines. To me, wrestling in the daytime is very difficult. It takes away the ambiance. And, you know, I am a traditionalist, but I understand that you have to change with the times. And maybe on the opposite side of the coin, that was 
something that if you weren't a traditionalist and just turned into wrestling, you said, whoa, this is really cool. They're wrestling in a field, you know what I mean? And they're the bikers there, so you got a whole uh, glimpse of a crowd of 6,500 on the nose, you know what I mean? Yep. So I think he, Eric, that, Eric did some very, very innovative things, and that was one of them. Yeah, he was very out of the box. He wasn't your traditional wrestling guy. No. For sure. No. With this leading up to the show, which is really interesting, great addition of Nitro from Detroit, Michigan, and Auburn, the uh, Palace at Auburn Hills. Just awesome. Lex Luger defeats Hollywood Hulk Hogan for the title August 4th. Obviously, the pay-per-view is on the 9th, so it's just five days earlier. Luger wins the title. Shock. The crowd goes nuts. It's just an awesome moment. Kind of one of those things where it's like, holy shit, Nitro hit it out of the park again. No wonder they're, they're dominating for all these weeks. It just was an awesome moment. What do you think here with Luger winning five days before the pay-per-view? You know whose idea that was? Hogan. Yours. Oh, Hogan. Hogan's. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. He thought, he thought it would give the pay-per-view a shot in the arm, and it did. Because nobody thought in that building, if you look at the people, when Luger got them in the rack, their heads are turning. They're looking for National Hall. Yep. And he gives up the place and erupts. Yeah, you want to talk about like current day wrestling and fans not knowing a good pop? Go back and watch that. I mean, you're right. They, it is an awesome pop. Like they were shocked, but they yeah. go nuts. Even uh, Randy Anderson as the ref is, <laughs> is going nuts. It just it was a, a great moment for WCW. It was really really awesome. Yes, and, and uh, you know, Hulk did the right thing at the right time. You know, I know I've been uh, kind of blasting him a few times. But one thing about Hulk, he knew how to draw money and he knew when to do the job. And he did it clean. Yep. Like Goldberg, clean. Yep. He just knew how to get a guy over. Yeah, even go back to Warrior, straight yep. up, clean. Right. Yep. Right. With Luger, why Luger? Because I think they never expected Luger to win it. They thought he put up a great match, but they didn't think he'd win. Because he had, you know, he had some bumps on the road getting to that title match. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Why wasn't Sting winning it? You know, they they just, that's why I say, when he had him on the rack, if you look at the people, their heads are on a swivel. They're looking back, looking for yes. Hall of Nash. And then when they realized he gave up, they jumped out of their seats like they were electrocuted. Yeah. It was awesome, man. It's such a great moment. And one of those things where I, I love Nitro so much, that is one of the things I'll watch over and over again, just because... The match is great. It's short and sweet, but it's great, and it you know gets Luger over. Also, I think Luger slowly but surely and quietly 
was probably the second most over guy in WCW outside of like Sting, eventually Goldberg. But in 97, it's like Sting who was there periodically, but Luger so over. It's crazy what you guys were able to do with him that Vince couldn't do with him. And let's get him over as a big baby face. I think that role that he played was one of the best I've ever seen where he's making excuses, being late to Sting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sting would say something, he'd roll his eyes, and Sting would look at him, oh, yeah, buddy, good, good, let's go. You know, it was just, he played that role so well that I think that when he went into the ring, he wasn't the traditional baby face. It was like, oh, this guy's going to get beat by Hogan, you know, and... Boy, he did a magnificent job. Lex was always one of my favorite people. I mean, I was there when he started in Florida. He he was a misunderstood guy by a lot of people because he was very educated. He wasn't a wrestling fan. He was in it for the money, but he tried his ass off and once you got to get th- through the facade of the total package and know Larry Fole, he was a great guy. Love me uh, some total package like Luger. I feel like he was great, especially in that era. He, he was so good. Any yeah. politics backstage? He didn't seem like he was that kind of guy, you know, this time around. For Any backstage politics with him? He was easy. He was easy for me. This time around, he was so easy. He'd come up to me and say, hey, what if I did this? And I'd say, well, Lex, the match, the main event, they're using the chair. I understand what you want to do. It makes sense if you were in the main event. Okay, I was just asking. There wasn't any. He was a really on-the-team guy in that era. Do you think that's why Hogan liked him so much and was like willing to do a job for him because he was so easy to get along with? I think so. I think so. Plus, it doesn't hurt you losing to a guy that literally looks like a million dollars. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the guy is just jacked to the nine. Yeah. So you don't mind, right? Losing to a guy that looks great. No, no. Nope. No. I mean, did anybody at that time look better than Lex Luger? No, he probably had the best body in wrestling, if you think about it. Like Warrior at one point, yeah, but not in, in 97 or whatever. It's definitely Luger. Yeah. Yeah. So with this show, obviously going in, Hogan's not the champ. The NWO, a little bit of turmoil. The WCW guys all rushed the ring, and Luger had the big on-the-shoulder moment. They were all you know, loving Luger at that point. So he enters the show as the world champion after the NWO was so dominant. Is that like a little chink in the armor for the NWO? Is that kind of a good thing, booking-wise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to give the baby face so no matter how I told you, I'm a heat guy, but you got to give them hope. Yep, you got to give them that little glimmer of sunlight and let them bask in it and then just pull the rug out from under them. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends over at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back to school time, but we want to make sure you pack the right essentials to have the best year yet. The Manscaped 4th Generation Performance Package is just that. Things are opening up. Be ready for whatever it is that's going to be on your daily schedule. It is the perfect package for you and your package and includes the brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Fellows, go for the valedictorian of ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, use that promo code Sullivan20. School is back in session and the performance package 4.0 for Manscaped is here to teach the boys a lesson on male hygiene. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear, Nose, Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, that is the Performance Boxer Briefs and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code Sullivan20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the promo code Sullivan20 at Manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean balls from Manscaped. I remember as a fan, like, because Hogan lost, I mean, we were older in the pay-per-view regardless, but we were super interested because we were such NWO guys. We were super interested right. in Hogan getting the title back. So we had to be there a certain time where we, we had our, I remember we, we used to get our sub sandwiches from this place, Villa Pizza, right down, and we'd have, we'd had our subs. We were ready. We are ready for the NWO to get the belt back. But we, we were so invested because he wasn't the champ. He just lost. Like, what? With NWO is so dominant. So you're right. You gave us, like, the the – for us, almost the opposite, but the glimmer of hope for the WWE, you're like, no, because yeah. we're, I don't know, we were crazy kids. We were just heel fans, I guess, NWO fans. No, no, the NWO were at one time, the NWO, Hall and Nash were the best baby faces and best heels yeah. at the same time. Yep. I told, you that so famous, cool. yeah. I told you that famous story in Toledo where the fans broke out in a riot fighting one another. The uh, the uh, one of them had an NWO banner, the other one had a WCW banner, and they broke yeah. out in a huge riot. I said, "Oh, I can't believe this!" You know, it doesn't matter what they are; is we're getting asses in seats. Yeah, you're dividing can, the fans, but amongst yeah, yeah your fan base. Yeah, they can be elephants for all I care right now. <laughs> 
So when the pay-per-view begins, the first match, Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray defeat Vicious and Delicious, which is Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton with Vincent in about 10 minutes. Ooh, another little chink in the armor here. NWO loses the first match out. Yep. Yep. And that was planned to people thinking, uh-oh, WCW is making their comeback tonight. Yeah. To kind of lead you to think that Luger is going to retain as well? Yep. What do you think of Vicious and Delicious, Bagwell and Norton? It's such an odd pairing when you think about it, but together they were pretty good. I mean, they had good chemistry. Bagwell was always a good tag team wrestler. I think that's the best tag teams sometimes are the ex- exact opposites. You know, Bagwell was the pretty boy who could yep. really work. And then Scott Norton could work, but he was the muscle. A little bit of Heart Foundation vibe here uh, with Brett and, and Anvil. That's right. the kind of vibe you get from Buff and, and uh, Scott Norton. Right. With Vicious and Delicious losing here, like you're saying, teasing a little NWO loss here, Harlem Heat goes over. Any bigger plans for Vicious and Delicious, or were they never going to kind of – like the outsiders of the top team in the NWO, they weren't going to kind of ever – surpass them or get pushed up further, were they? No, because of Scott's Japan commitment. I had to be very careful of that. We got a million bucks. You know, I was very aware of that. And I'm very aware of how sensitive the Japanese are. So NWO Japan, too, with obviously Norton's in there, so popular at this point. I mean, they're selling merch and they're killing, killing it in NWO Japan as well. Even Mike Rotunda, the VK Wall Street, Michael Wall Street, he's over there pretty much full time wrestling for New Japan as a member of NWO Japan. You have the fake sting over there. You know, you got all the, the, the Japanese guys doing the, uh, the end of Buddha, Chono at one point, Tenzan. Right. I mean, you got NWO Japan was huge. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And it was the best crossover, I think, in the history of wrestling. Financially, it's got to be up there, yeah. Yeah, nobody's ever been able to do that again, I don't think. No, on a much, much smaller scale, they've they've gone over and had you know tours and stuff, but that was crazy. That was like a, a takeover in, in two different companies and uh, two gonna, different continents. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. The first time National Hall went over, they were selling NWO leather jackets for five hundred dollars bootlegged and they estimated that whoever did it made a half a million dollars oh my god yeah crazy it's funny because you still watch shows in the states of course but i watch a lot of japanese stuff too and you see nwo shirts when they have fans over there you see them still wearing nwo shirts over there so you know that they sold merch like crazy over there and i think it was sonny ono was saying that I guess it was Tiger Hattori or somebody was like the go-between. They would sell them the merch that they'd keep all that money, but then they'd sell the merch for double what they bought it from, from Sonny Ono and Bischoff or whatever. So it was like they had a little scheme there of merch that they would just kill it with the NWO. Right, right. I didn't know that, but I'm sure it was. Yeah. Man, it's, just, it's crazy to think just those three letters, but the, how important that NWO was global, globally. Just yeah. nuts. Huge. So the next matchup, Conan, your boy, who's a member of the NWL right now, defeats Rey Mysterio Jr. by submission in a Mexican death match. Match goes about 10 minutes again. 
funny at one point he almost he like unmasked him you don't see his face but unmasked him i mean it's it's a vicious kind of a, a brawl here different than a normal raven stereo mask that we're or Ray Mysterio mask excuse me that we're used to yeah yeah and i knew that conan is a big time player ray is too but conan is like reggie jackson you know in the world series Reggie hit three home runs, right? I know Conan was going to knock it out of the park with Ray. Definitely a different style. Obviously, the Mexican street fight. He ends up winning with the Tequila Sunrise, really playing up Mysterio as the underdog role, fighting from underneath, playing up that knee injury too, which was, I guess was semi semi shoot, but uh, it was after. So he he was really injured, right? His knee. Yeah. yeah. Was this a kind of way to get him off for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, he needed to recover. Yeah, he didn't want to keep him going out there doing what he because he do he would not take it easy, Ray. Yep. And After the match, referees come down, the trainer comes down. I mean, they really played up. They put a leg splint on him, I and mean, they really play up the injury. But it seems like obviously, like we're saying, so much legit injury. Yeah, it was a legit injury. I mean, I don't think that was a legit injury at, at the match, but he had a bad bad knee. I mean, he needed time off. Was it good to get Mysterio in a different style match, too, to show like his range? Absolutely. And it also was good for them to see how vicious Conan could be. Right, his friend. He didn't even care that he was hurting yeah. his friend. That was right. a big selling point. Right. So the NWO gets a win here after losing in the main. So it's kind of saying, okay, maybe they're writing the ship, right? It's like, eh, maybe right. they can write the ship here. Right, right. Next and up. It's getting a little shocking because you think Ray's going to go over. The underdog's going to get the win and he gets, yeah. that gets squashed out. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, it's funny they cut to uh, Tony, Bobby, and the Dream, you know, telling us about how important the event is, how big it is, how big this biker rally is. But it's funny the garb and how they're dressed. It's just funny, like the way they're dressed. I guess nobody's telling them what to wear, I'm guessing, right? They're kind of just figuring out how they should dress as bikers. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Like Tony looks silly. I think Bobby looks silly on purpose. The, uh, the Dream, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, does look kind of cool, like the way he's like, you know, with the cutoff sleeves and stuff, but it's funny. Tony and Bobby look out of place. Yeah, and Dusty was center stage on that one, and rightfully so. You know, so, the American dream was the American dream. Yes. Oh, yes. So with that too, it's just funny to look back. But then Mean Gene on the hotline says he's going to have some spoilers and who's coming into the company. Did you? I know we talked about this before, but did you ever mind like, hey, Gene, do you? Let's not spoil everything. I know people are paying for it, so, but have you ever said, like, hey, Gene, let's not, because he's literally telling you who's coming in the company in the coming, upcoming weeks. Do you no. ever say anything to him or no? No, I'm a, uh, Gene and I along famously, and Gene got part of that, and I wasn't going to step on this payday. Gene got part of their call ins. Gotcha. Yeah. So the next match, Steve, Mongo, McMichael, and Chris Benoit defeat Jarrett and Malenko with Deborah in an elimination match that goes about 10 minutes. Uh, what do you think here? Mongo and Benoit go over elimination style. Yeah, I think it was the right thing to do, too. I mean, you know, uh, there was still the four horsemen, you know what I mean? 
part of the four horsemen. So I think it was the right thing. And I think the people bought it. So McMichael and Benoit win there. Obviously, the horsemen are going to be looked upon strong as you build towards fall brawl, where it's going to be horsemen against the NWO. Is it important to make sure that they're kept strong before the next pay-per-view? Especially the two weakest ones. Gotcha. Yeah. And obviously, Orange is going to be having a little bit of problems here, which we're going to find out in the upcoming weeks. He's going to have the injury. And uh, Kurt Hennig may be playing a bigger role, which kind of gets teased later on in this show. So Alex Wright is the Cruiserweight champion in the next match. He defeats Chris Jericho in 13 minutes. Good match here, but the crowd again, the crowd doesn't really care <laughs> for a lot of these guys. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. They really only know big names. That's it. They only knew the big names because they were casual watchers. And, you know, when you go to what I said, that glass ceiling, it was hard for anybody to break that, even poke their head through for the average wrestling fan. With uh, Alex Wright and Jericho here, a good match, just, you know, obviously hurt by the crowd. Do you think that kind of stinks? Maybe the match should be shorter because you know the crowd's not going to react? You can't, you can't judge by that. you got to do it for the people that bought the pay-per-view. Yeah, you got to go for the people that bought the pay-per-view, but I wanted, uh, I knew I was going to have a good match, so I wanted to, the people at home to see a good match. I wasn't so intent on the 6500 to the T who didn't pay, you know what I mean? And Jericho here is kind of like the um, white meat baby face, the generic like, yeah, baby kind of guy. Um, so it's interesting to see his character, where it's going to be, obviously even months later, where it's going to be and how he evolves. But even Alex right here, did you think that things are looking good for him moving up the card? Or is he one of those guys, like we say, glass ceiling guy, uh, language, not language barrier, really, doesn't really hurt him, but you know, foreign guy kind of thing. Do you think he's ever going to climb the mountain? It would have taken him a while, but he could have done it. He was so young. He was so young, and he was... The NWO was grizzly veterans, you know what I mean? It would have been a great climb for him, but he ended up going back to Germany. So he retains his Cruiserweight Championship here as we move on to the next match, and it's a good one. Ric Flair defeats six of the NWO in about 11 minutes. Of course, the dirtiest player in the game cheats to beat six on this one, which, which is great. What do you think here? Does Flair happy with his place on the card versus six? I think he understood his place on the card that night, and he knew getting a win over six was good for him. So he was happy, and six did a hell of a job. With this match, I know it's great. Do you think Flair's thinking that he should be wrestling Hall and Nash and the other guys that are upper-tier NWO guys? Or do you think he's okay with this? Because it almost seems like he's getting pushed to the middle ground. Well, I think he was okay with this because it was just a stopping point for him for a while. He knew that. We were a group, of, if you noticed, the, the four horsemen group all won. Yeah. So he knew what we were going for to give them straight-up wins before 
they met the NWO. With this, is there a lot of backstage issues? Because you hear rumors that Flair and the NWO, Flair and Six, aren't getting along backstage. Uh, sometimes people are too sensitive, you know what I mean? And it's a shock tag back there, brother. If you're, you're sensitive, the great whites are going to attack from every direction. So right. tough it up. Right. With this backstage stuff with them, obviously it's going to end up into a real feud because Horseman NWO, and eventually we'll talk about this later episode, but you know they're going to do that great parody thing with Orange Retirement. But it seems like a lot of tensions are rising with NWO and Horseman in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Yeah, when you've uh, been on top for so long and a new group comes in and they're getting pushed to the max, you start to get insecure so you have to take that into consideration and kind of put your arm around their shoulder and say hey listen this is what's gonna end up gonna happen you can't have a plan and when a guy comes to you and say why am i doing this it's a lot easier to say well when the blow-off comes you guys gonna win right so the next match, Kurt Hennig defeats Diamond Dallas Page with Kimberly Page in about 10 minutes. Interesting thing here is there's a bunch of ref bumps. There's a run-in from Ric Flair, who kind of uh, gets involved a little bit here. Um, thanks to a wicked face smash, he gets a little bit busted open. Um, but as soon as Page turns around, leaves him vulnerable to the perfect plex, and Hennig gets the win here Thing is, that's a little bit of tease with Flair coming down and Hennig joining the Four Horsemen. Also keeps Paige strong in a loss by kind of getting distracted, a little bit of cheating there, and gives Hennig, the somewhat newcomer, a win. Is that kind of all how it jumbled down? Is that somewhat correct? Yeah, but you've got to realize this. Kurt Hennig was the greatest worker of all times. Mm -hmm. You know, you repay your guys. <laughs> you know? Dallas worked harder than anybody, and he understood what his plan was there, and he knew his day was going to come. So giving him that out, he was uh, he was gracious enough to do the job, but he was glad that Rick came down because just rubbing elbows when Rick raised him. Yeah. So with Hennig getting the win here over DDP, DDP still kind of in a feud with Macho Man at this point, who is in the next match against the Giant. So the Giant then defeats the Macho Man with Miss Elizabeth in about six minutes. Giant catches Macho Man off the top rope, chokeslams him, and wins the match. So he's, of course, part of WCW at this point in 97. So that's three wins there for WCW over the NWO Harlem Heat. The Giant... And Flair. The only loss was Mysterio to Conan. What are you thinking here? WCW dominating. Yeah, I think, it, like I said, they needed to have the uh, spark of life come to them and then get it jerked out from underneath them. You know, it's just recycling it. Just, okay, maybe this is going to be get more and more competitive, which it did. So what do you think here about Macho Man, who's in the NWO at this point, taking the loss? Do you think that it doesn't hurt him at all? He's Macho Man. He can, he's, he can he's afford macho, a loss? He's Macho Man. You can't hurt him. 
can't hurt them, especially with a seven-foot monster, you know? Yep. The best feud you guys had in 97 to me, or my favorite feud, and I guess it was Feud of the Year in PWI too, but Savage and DDP. They both lose on this show. Eventually, obviously, we'll come back around. We'll be having a tag match uh, opposite sides at Fall Brawl, and then Halloween Havoc, their big feud will come to an end. But what do you think about both of them taking the loss here? A little bit of like a, um, uh, I guess, like a U-turn uh, on the way back well, to the feud. It's that most wrestling companies fall into patents. I'm against patents. Did you bet on Mike Tyson against Boston Douglas? I would have, yeah. Yeah. I would have lost a lot of money. Yeah, so we need to do that once in a while. So here, WWE's on a bit of a roll. Like I said, they're 3-1. and They're about to be 4-1 and as the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, with Ted DiBiase, defeat Hall and Nash, the Outsiders, by DQ. And they so Hall and Nash will retain the tag team championship here. It's about a 15-minute match. What do you think here? Hall and Nash lose, but they do it via DQ. So that means WCW's 4-1, but, you know, really doesn't make the outsiders look bad in the loss. They just got DQ'd. Yeah, and they Rick Steiner and Kevin Nash are best friends. So, you know, the match was great. The DQ helped both of them. It was like... Uh, Nobody got hurt, but the Steiners stock raised a lot in that match. You guys teased a lot of the Steiner brothers winning the titles in 97 only to get it brought back. You know what I mean? You give it to yeah. them and you take it back. And here you think they're going to win, but they win by DQ. Is that a lot of something on your part where you're saying booking-wise, I want to tease the Steiners as far as getting to the mountaintop? You'd like them more on the chase? At the time, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, but I knew the NWO was doing a clean job down the line to the Four Horsemen. I didn't want them to put the Steiners over on a clean pin. What do you think about DiBiase with the the Steiners? I don't think the Steiners needed a manager. No, I don't think it worked. No, I don't. It just didn't. It was an odd piece. It was trying to put a square peg in a round hole. I agree. Just I don't know something about it. I just didn't like it. Didn't click. It didn't make sense. DiBiase as the tr- you know trillion dollar Ted or whatever you know they jokingly would call him was great with the NWO. And I know he was born again. Was that a reason why he didn't want to be a heel anymore? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, you know, when he came in, that was before Eric turned into a character. And I think once Eric turned into a character, he couldn't keep up with Eric. Hmm. I got you. It just seemed like DiBiase and Steiner just didn't work. I know. I just didn't, didn't like the, didn't like the pairing with them. Yeah. Two of the better guys on the on the crew don't need a manager yes Steiner brothers are, are one of them it's just weird weird pairing there outsiders no problem taking the loss I know it's by DQ but none. outsiders no problem losing? No, none 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 so Actually, the... that was Kevin's finish oh wow okay yeah good so did you 
Steiner are such good friends. Kevin's the godfather of Rick's youngest, oldest. Is that so, the one that's in NXT right now, Bronson? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just saw him uh, the other night. He was on playing a security guard in TV. Cool. It's funny. He's like way bigger than the guys he was being a security guard for. <laughs> like yeah. the wrestler. Pretty funny. As far as main event time, Hollywood Hulk Hogan defeats Alex Luger for the WWE World Championship in about 16 minutes. A lot of shenanigans here. The NWO comes out. Um, everybody's kind of coming out. There's baseball shots going on. There's a lot of cheating. Luger seems to be fighting everybody off. But then a fake sting nails Lex with the uh, baseball shot and Hogan pins him. You got the new champion. Obviously, it was not Sting, even though the announcers tried to sell it like it was Sting. I believe it was Nash, if I remember correctly. It was uh, Kevin Nash that was dressed up as fake Sting. Obviously, Sting is not seven foot tall, so that's kind of a dead giveaway. But I just thought that was kind of funny that they were really playing into that. Can they really trust Sting again? Kind of playing into that angle. Yeah. What do you think here, though? Uh, he cheats again. He's on top of the mountain after that little blip in the road and that little yeah. uh, blip in the radar. Yeah, and nobody at the end of the night, it was Hulk won the world title again. Nobody talked about WCW winning the majority of the matches. It was Hulk winning the title back. Let me rephrase that. It was the NWO winning the title back. Right. So wasting no time, Hogan and the crew celebrate. They hightail the back. Uh, the announcers are wondering, you know, what's what's going on here. Uh, Steiner's and Hennig trying to help Luger. The announcers are not happy. They're pissed. Really selling this, uh, th- you know, the beating and the win by the Hulkster. They're saying, "Damn it, we thought we had the NWO. Now the NWO is back." They go to the back. Dennis Rodman is there, and they spray paint the belt NWO again. I thought this was a cool little moment. I did too. I liked Dennis being there. He was a very very Unique guy, to say the least. And he was great to get along with. Was he always planned to be there? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the famous one where he missed practice? I'm trying to remember that exactly, because I know it's in that, that we talked about that documentary, The yeah. Last Dance, but I know he, he would tend to uh, pick WCW yeah, he, over the Bulls, which is nuts. Yeah, he missed a couple of practices. And, you know, you saw The Last Dance. Yep. Where Michael said, that's Dennis being Dennis. He'll be here yep. to play. What do you think about the spray painting of the belt? I know we talked about it a little bit last week. Do you like the spray painting of the belt? Most traditionalists didn't. I loved it. I loved it. It's like a dog pissing on his mark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Saying that they own the big old yeah. belt. They own yeah. WCW. Right, right. What did you think overall about the pay-per-view? Obviously, NWO goes two and four. They lose a bunch of matches, but they win the big one. They win back the world title, and I think that's what's most important. Hall Nash cheated. We're able to keep the tag titles, but the most important thing was that Hollywood Hulk Hogan retained his WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. What did you like most about the show? I know maybe not the ambiance and the atmosphere of it, but what did you kind of take away and what did you like from the show booking perspective wise? That WCW got lights on on them and they weren't just 
pushovers. With Hogan being the champ again, is that his call again? He he said he's going to lose to Luger. He wants to win it back. Yeah, yeah. You have no problem with it. Well, he's Hulk Hogan. He did a job for Luger, and it was the right thing to do. I think that night, because the NWO still was what was drawing the money. Did Luger have any problem? None whatsoever. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. So the NWO Kings of the Mountain yet again here, uh, Road Wild 97, as we put the close to that, we close the book, close the chapter. Let's go to the plugs. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website, tmptempire.com. And, of course, you can follow Kevin on Instagram at Taskmaster Talks. And go to Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com, and hit up the Kevin Sullivan story. He's got a couple shirts on there. Again, that is ProWrestlingTees.com. Kevin, what else you got going on? Well, I'm going to uh, Fort Wayne this weekend with Andrew Anderson, and uh, then I'll be going to Texas the following weekend for SWE Fury. So things are going good. Nice. I'm hearing that you are now the director of operations. You got a, a bit of a raise, right, from a, yeah, a SWE by so. promotion? Is that true? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Teddy Long was it, and his wife is sick, and Teddy's. And I go home and take care of his wife. So, are you uh, booking again? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to take it back to the, your uh, glory days. This is great. Uh, SW well, Fury is going to be like the NWO. Well, we'll see. We got a, I got a little group going there. Privilege, Charlie Haas, Max Casolano, and Rodney. You know, so. I got a great nucleus of heels in uh, Jacob Fatubis coming in this weekend. So you can never Ooh, tell which side he's going to go on. So That's a good one. MLW champion for a long yeah. time. He's very good. Yeah. I've known him for a long time. He's a great guy. Nice. Uh, well, congratulations on now being thanks. the director of operations. SW Fear. That's pretty big time. Pretty cool. Thank you. Good stuff. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in this week. We'll see you right back here for Taskmaster Talks with Kevin Sullivan. See you next week, folks. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother.